sure that most of you know the old story about the astronaut who went far out into space and was asked on his return whether he had been to heaven and seen God. And he said yes. He said yes. He said yes. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and sentient artificial intelligence. Join us on this journey to find the others. Because no matter where we find ourselves in this multiverse, the act of existing is all too familiar. Guys? Mushroom has a tremendous problem solving ability. As we look across this great expanse and stare at the stars, we can't help but be reminded these lights, though we're seeing them all at the same time, happened across a multi billion year delta. Some of those fires burned millions of years ago. Some billions, but all of them happened so we could experience them in this one singular moment. They called us scouts. They called us seekers. They called us who's who. But we were destined to question everything. Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM. We're joining you live every Monday night, 7 to 9. You can stream us live on Facebook Live, YouTube, Mycelial Media. What a week, Steve-O. Oh, my God. Because I got something to tell you. <laughs> today, I had a little I had a little uh, a trickery played on me today. You did? Uh, there was a post made in the group about how if this post gets 75 oh, likes, God. because we were, we were seen by 900,000 uh, people in the probably last a million 28 by days, now. probably close to a million. If we were to get 75 likes on a post, old Craig McGregor was going to wear fake eyelashes. Well, buddy, we ended up with 140. My cheeks are now shimmering, and I'm looking like somebody's expensive-ass wife. <laughs> you look like, my wife said, you look like what time is bingo. No doubt. <laughs> you look like a golden no, gal. No doubt. I do. I feel a little bit like, but if I am a golden gal, I'm definitely... Oh, uh, Blanche. I'm definitely Blanche. You are Blanche. Devereaux? What's Devereaux. Devereaux. Oh. I'm Blanche Devereaux. But I'm, I'm a spicy. Staffy little southern lady. And I'm a Estelle Getty, just like 95, but still getting it. Getting it. <laughs> yeah. You look like a cashier at a dollar store. 
Is that going to be all for you? <laughs> hey, they are not shimmering like this, and I take offense to that. <laughs> it's true, man. I, I've got some good. Apollo-esque cheekbones going on right now. It's you know, weirding me out a little I thought, bit. And I was, no, I'm not wearing lipstick, smarty pants. I thought, you know, uh, this is how Craig must feel ridiculous. when I do all my stuff. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. This is our, like our most important show ever. We had the most impressive 48 hours that the show has ever had. Seth was not there. I'll throw that out. Right Seth right was right. not there. He was not there. He was here. Yeah, he was here. But now look at now look at my guy. Just a beautiful little well, let's, guy. And this it's is working. Actually, let's, it's working. Let's just say this. Uh, I went to Michigan, and this is how I came back, and that's only the tip of the iceberg. Okay? <laughs> what you see is that. on the surface. And there I have been transformed internally like you wouldn't believe. But first, I want to take care of some business because there is nothing like having the fear of God put into you by a man wearing eight pounds of makeup. Hold on. Can we say congratulations to somebody real quick? Please, let's do. Let's start off on a positive note before. Yes. And then we'll Uh, get right back into positivity. Chris and and Sydney. Congratulations. Chris and Cynthia. Cynthia. I called her Sydney again. What's what's your deal? I don't know. He's a big Sydney Poitier fan. I I body morphed with her one time, and it got weird. And now we're like this kindred. You thought to congratulate her on the air, but you don't know her. But not get her. Thank you. So Sydney, Chris and Cynthia. And Isaac. A whole bunch. Isaac. Congrats, everyone. And thanks for being so awesome that we get to celebrate this with you. Yeah, I <laughs> I can't take you seriously. It's ridiculous. Uh, there was, um, All right, what's got your dander up? Well, now I'll that, tell you what's got my dander up. We have, done, we have gone out of our way um, for the entirety of this show to be Switzerland, to be a, to be a, a neutral party, uh, to try and cultivate a space where as many people can be successful – uh, in this industry, uh, in the cannabis industry, what, just, right. just interacting with our show. Everybody, try to give everybody a little bit of an equal voice. There's a reason uh, that, that is above all else why I think we even started talking about this all the time, and that's because we've seen families and friends who are parents whose kids were suffering. And, Steve, I was perfectly content being an outlaw. I, You know what I mean? I was content being an outlaw. This, <laughs> this bill... This Mr. Eyeshadow is giving me a passionate he's kinda, he's speech got a, on being an outlaw. Like, what? I, I love yeah. it. It's going to be a lot of look looking at. at Seth tonight. A lot of eye he's contact kinda, with Seth. Kind of got a Robert Smith thing going on. I knew that you were going to say that, so yeah. we'll, we'll, go, we'll get a little cure going in a little bit. But Aiden's Alliance, yeah. um, we love them. Yeah, we do. We love them, and I can't imagine... You know, I could almost excuse like one business maybe trying to shout down another business or, or poison the well a little bit. I don't like it, but I can understand the motive behind it. Yeah. But I cannot wrap my head around someone trying to tank Aiden's alliance. And it, for the first time in a decade, I was punch somebody in the face mad. When I saw something. Well, we've heard Craig moments, so I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, but um, all, all of those, like, I would rather just undress somebody, you know, and just and just completely make them feel awful about themselves mentally. This is like I want to do physical harm to somebody that's trying to hurt what I think should be the the. That's going to get the, us nowhere. That's gonna I understand. Nowhere, I understand. And I, I'm not threatening physical you're holding violence. holding the hot stuff. I'm not. You're right. And thank you for for being that voice for me. Um, I know you know. I, I just know I got know. fighting mad, and so That's there is good. a there is a company out there. I have no idea what they have to gain, or a, a, a gal out there that is a high ranking officer of a company. Um, I believe it starts and sounds like Oz, um, 
And uh, yeah, I took a shot right at him. It's ridiculous. And uh, I don't, know. I don't even know. That's that's what the, it's that's it's it's Oz is the name of the of the thing. Okay, and I'm not hiding it. To okay. hell with them. It's ridiculous. Anybody that's got he was doing trying, a thing there, Steve. trying to yeah, hurt. I'm uh, just trying to keep up. Trying to hurt our people. Like I, you know, I, I just it's I'm 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 over it. I'm over it. We're I, not. We're not. We're not. Uh, I'm not letting a. I'm not letting uh, Ashley be bullied or you know, attacked by anybody because nobody, I don't know of anybody in the movement that is more affected right now and that needs this medicine more right now than her. And I'm not, I've got a microphone and I, and I'm going to call it out. I, you know, like I can sit the sidelines while, while there's, there's little bickering between, you know, competitors. That's fine. Whatever. You know, you guys figure out your little thing and then people can ultimately decide who they want to patronize with their, or, you know, give patronage to their business. But you're not going to come in a nonprofit like this that's trying to help people get their cards, uh, uh, you know, people with, with, with children who have just horrendous diseases and illnesses, uh, and cannabis is the only thing helping. And they're, they're making it more uh, uh, accessible to more of these families, and then someone's going to uh, try and poison the well and, and try and, and, and discredit them. I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it, and it's one of those that I'm, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines for. So, um, you know, maybe we'll put it out there. Um, I, they're, they're not local. They're, they're somewhere else in the state. Matter of fact, I think they're out of state. They have like a license maybe operating out of Florida and Oklahoma. They have a number on there for Oklahoma. So, uh, um, but AidensAlliance.org. AidensAlliance.org. The way, the way that you counteract this Thank you. is not my, not my, you know, not beating them. It's to go to AidensAlliance.org. Matter of fact, I made a, I made a post. If you go there, there's a link right there that you can donate to Aidens Alliance. We've Perfect. already taken some donations today. That's the way that yep. you, that you uh, you win this battle. That's the way you combat this. So, guys, go to AidensAlliance.org. Find out how you can donate. Ask Ashley Markham how you might be able to help out. And uh, and that's how we that's how we roll. <clears throat> Craig, you got kids. I got kids. Um, and even people who don't have kids, if you've ever cared about something so dear, a parent, a, a loved one, when they've been just a, a, a little sick, the flu or something like that, at those wee hours in the morning when it's 3 a.m. and you're alone with your with your loved one who depends on you and you it's it's a for real life or death struggle that you got to deal with it does it never goes away and there's a plant out there that you know it, it, what about the kids Craig what if the kids get yeah what if the kids what about get, the kids what about the kids that's that's the thing that usually, you know, pees me oh more than anything. But you're right. That's that's how we combat it because those are if you empathize with those people and put yourself in those shoes, do do we not want to lessen the load for people like Ashley? I, mean, I do. I mean, and, and AidensAlliance.org. You go there, you give them five, ten bucks, whatever you can. If everybody in the sophisticated Hoosiers page gave them five bucks, they'd have. Over, they'd have fifty what? million. <laughs> they have fifty million I'm not good at dollars. The math, yeah. <laughs> Shane told me taxes. that it's all math. Though. It is all math. Oh man. So yeah, it, I'll Listen, say it one more. Same one more time. Alliance dot org. Donate what you can. It could be a dollar. It could be five dollars. Give what you can to them, um, and they're going to see that it goes directly to people in Missouri that can benefit from this right now. Anybody talking them down uh, doesn't deserve a voice. They're absolutely ridiculous. And it's, it's just a it's – a, it's an opportunity for education. This whole 
S storm that's coming out of it, and Ashley should, and her family should never have to go through this. Never should you want to make someone. She's got enough life. on her plate. Thank you, man. That's who you're going to kick while they're down. I know. Okay, that's, well, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. This and is your target, tough guy. This is a learning experience, and this is where we use our tendrils to go out there and let's do some good. Let's no counteract doubt. it, baby. No let's doubt. do it. Get out there, Hoosiers. Give him five bucks if you got I will it. say Steve's doing a great job sitting here on camera next to Craig with makeup on because I'm sitting here like, hey, I'm going to talk about sick kids on the show tonight, I but know. first I'll put on makeup. And Listen, I know. I know. I know. All right? It's a serious I topic. I know. Yes, but we got serious oh, topics. Uh, it you was... look so cute when you're mad. It was our <laughs> it was arguably uh, the biggest um, three days uh, of Hoosier Sophisticates. Uh, I don't know. Sign it, it, me up for jelly school. I know, buddy. I, Seth, believe me. I, I was like, the I way that it all ended, which we're not going to share, but the way that it all ended was. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll kind of tease you. We'll tease you. It was. Because we can't I, I, I implicate just, people. You were actually one of the things that anchored me to earth. Let me just put it that way. because. Really? Huh. Uh, in the in the idea of of what's of Ugh. what's he called me late at night. He was so sick. Uh, he was like, Steve is <laughs> of uh, what's real again, and what's not real. And when you're Talk questioning reality, lunch. you know there are things uh, like my family, like my fiance, you know, like my kids, like you, like this that mm-hmm. we have going on here that definitely kept a, a toe on land. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, For anything me, you're you know familiar with, just what felt like home base. Yeah. Guys, we went to. Uh, we drove to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Steve, uh, our guy Tony. Uh, shout out to Tony, by the way. I really had an enjoyable three days with him. Uh, he, he was he was terrific. I really had a good time with him. I know him on an intimate level. Mm-hmm. And he's just a, a silent little seeker out there. He's just looking for some answers. And he's willing to question even the, even the most uh, understood things, which I love that. And he's a stallion. And he um, good head of hair on him. Just a great kisser. <laughs> no, but, but, Tony, you're, but seriously though, but seriously, Tony's great. He was he was eager eager to help like all these guys here. Yep, I no mean, doubt. This is amazing. Got a great little community around. It, us. It's it's awesome. But okay, so we go. Craig, tell them how you just signed me up for this thing. You said, "Hey, man, we're going to Michigan." A couple Steve. of months ago, crazy uh, idea, man. This was, I think, like the day or maybe two days after we got back from Cotillion. This thing pops up on my timeline. I follow it. U of M is going to, University of Michigan is going to host a psychedelic symposium. And I'm like, ooh, that's pretty cool. I w- yeah. This is Doubtfire. Hello. Psychedelia. Psychedelia. I'm pretty excited. I at fancy that. some lesergic acid. I I'm, pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited at the prospect. If this thing is, if this thing is in the wheelhouse if it, uh, financially, I, I'm going to make this happen. And it's free. The it turns out to be free. free. Oh, it's free? It turns yeah. out to be free. Huh. So I book it. I, I asked you why I didn't want to go. Is like the yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it was free. Oh, we did buy a ten dollar uh, uh, documentary. Yeah, ticket. so that's uh, yeah. I would have been like, so I'm gonna go grab a drink somewhere. We drive, you enjoy your show. We drive up there, and on the way there, we end up. We having meet in the morning, and Craig is an hour two hours late. late. I was two hours late. 
two hours. I was two late. hours it's late. The time guys. zone changed. What was that? So then we had to go through Indianapolis and all at this. rush yeah, hour. Rush we ended hour. up in Michigan super late, but it didn't matter. He cares about no one but himself. That's You're right. It partially true. Our that's time partially doesn't true. matter. He's that's right. Partially true, and that's also true. That's also true. In my reality, that's a hundred percent. Sorry, I'm late, Steve. I had to go live a few times. Let everybody know what's going on. When you have a universal idea of what time is, like two hours. Yeah, that's a big game changer. Uh, no, so we um, we jump in the car. We got a notebook we're keeping. We are coming up with some of the funniest skit ideas ever. Ones that we probably can't. Sh- there might be a couple we can share on air, but, but wait until these skits come out. We've got a, a solid little skit and show. I'll, I'll see if I can okay We have a notebook them. of just yeah, gold gems. set that you're going to absolutely love. I can't, and I wait. can't wait to see what you bring to <laughs> So we drive now, mind you, we're heading to Michigan. We think that Michigan's full wreck, and Michigan is full wreck. However, the dispensaries are not. So the wreck market is not open yet. And we're like, oh well. Stopped at a little taco shop that's on the way there. there. Oh, stopped in Indy at a little place called Gills, Gills Tacos. Great, great. One of Gills, those G I L S. One of the huh. best uh little taco joints I've ever had. <laughs> it, it was, was really authentic Mexican. I got some uh uh some tongue taco salad. Yeah, you got tongue. Mm, my jam. Langua. Got some I tongue and get gills. Let's I, go got to a, gills. I got a I got sandwich. great tongue. What do they call what do they call the sandwiches? Tortas? Torta. Esophagus. <laughs> Mikey you know what's up. <laughs> I can get it. You know what the language is. I was gonna get the barbacoa. Anyway, so <laughs> we have a wonderful lunch. I'll appropriate any culture I want. This is my show. That's uh, what we do. And I'm here. wearing makeup. Damn it! I, I, <laughs> I can do it. So I can do what I want. I'm an actor. Okay. Uh, so we had to. We had to. Uh, we, we 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 get to Michigan. There are no dispensaries. We find a nice little dive bar. Okay. Nice little dive. Matter of fact, in the Yelp review, it's yep. like. This is just a neighborhood dive, and I'm like, well. Yeah, they're like, it was pretty nice, but it was kind of a dive bar. And we're like, yep, that's That's it. where that's we're trying where we're to going. be. Let's go. It was six minutes from our it, it was three blocks. Like, yeah. it wasn't far at all. And um, matter of fact, oddly enough, as we were leaving, there's a dispensary literally next door, next door to it. So, um, But it's medical only. If, you're, if we were a yeah. cardholder, apparently our, there is reciprocity. Seven, yeah. We could have we uh, used it. Whatever. We should probably so, get on that. So we had a fun time. <laughs> I, I've, I've gone like Preach three it. times. I'm like, eh. I'll get you can there. do it from like home. It's I'll like so easy. We talk about it all the time. We I'll literally talk about there. it all the time. Get there when I get there. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to work a free one out of Aiden's Alliance. Give me a break, would you? Anyway, we're heading in. Or we, have, we have a nice little night. But, hey, we got an early morning. So we're going to have... We're going to have a little dinner, a couple of beers, play some, play buck, some hunter. buck hunter. Had a good time. Steve was the hunter hero a couple times. I got me a hunter hero. I've never yeah, been a hunter he hero did, before. He did, he I broke my hunter hero cherry. It was nice. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Good, good feeling. At the dive bar, the little, the little hunting yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, I hate when you're sitting there watching the game or something. It's like, you know, you have a little drink of poo after work. It's nice and quiet. And then yeah. somebody walks in. Oh, the got buck hunter. A chick-a-chaw. A Luckily. Like, seriously, dude. He's like, I'm killing it. Chick-a-chaw. Luckily, like, really, we dude? chased off. We chased <laughs> yeah. off like the 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 mom and son and fiance yeah. who's in the middle of an intervention because he's. Oh wow! And so luckily, like for the bar, that. I think the bartender was like, "Got me an eight pointer." Oh, old tattoo leg. <laughs> Thank you. All old, of them. All of them had one tattoo leg, just a full tattoo sleeve, oh, and I knew it was trouble. Why don't they call that a pant leg? I knew. Yeah, yeah, I don't think should. that's a slave. I don't think that's a slave because tattoos are trouble. Anyway, just so you guys, that was fine. We get up, our, our, so so that was great. We had a good time. It was fun. Went back home. Let's get a good night of sleep, boys. Wake up early in the morning. We all run through the shower. 
get up to, to U of M just in time. Take our seats. Rick Doblin takes the stage. Our guy, Rick Doblin, founder. I woke up late in the morning, first off. I woke mm-hmm. up late. So because I, our time is it doesn't matter. But I made it. I was there. We were there on time. We, on we time. got there. We missed a little part of it. Of, we were parking. Of George Mashore, which, by the way, George Mashore, the d- department head of the Center for Consciousness Science at Michigan. A That's a real thing. He started it in 2014. Yeah. It's a part of the neuroscience department. He's an anesthesiologist by, by trade, by training. Um, but his, with with a with a passion for consciousness, and they have this amazing department of some of the most brilliant minds in the country, uh, and that's what they're working on. They're working on psychedelic science. And the campus okay. is beautiful. The, Cam- it's, it's U of awesome. M is a beautiful campus. It's immense, huge. It is immense. The roads are great. It was non-smoking, so I lit up a square, and some kid was like, "No," and he ran by. Oh, with his nose, that was so one was of the like, highlights yeah. of the night. Yeah, of man. the trip. They, uh, out there smoking by the car, <laughs> this uh, meek. Little Asian fellow uh, <laughs> is kind of walking down the street, uh, kind of watching his feet. You know, little introvert. Meek you can little tell. Asian fellow. Yes. <laughs> I love the description. Yes. And so I'm he's, meek he's, he's Asian kind fellow. of walking along, like not really paying attention. And he, I think he like caught like that 40-yard whiff of just like somebody mm-hmm. maybe smoking in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he kind of looked up and he saw us and he's like, <laughs> freezes. Out. And then he goes. Uh, and dead ass sprints like 50 yards past us yeah. it was the funniest thing i've ever seen so we go back inside huh all right that was just a little it was it was into that part of the I've story i've never seen anybody i've never seen anybody do such a thing in my entire life it was the most now ridiculous. it looks like you're in drag doing a hitler oh, impersonation yeah. is what it looks like so right anywho anywho we go inside. Rick Doblin starts talking. Rick Doblin, we uh, we talk about him on the show all the time. Yes, we do. Um, Every day. This for me is like if you're into psychedelics, this is meeting. This is meeting Babe Ruth. This is meeting. You this know, is like Sasquatch. You're well, maybe he's a little more tangible than Sasquatch, <laughs> okay. but yeah, this is like this is like meeting. Yeah, it is like meeting Nelly. Uh, if you're yeah, really totally like meeting Nelly. If you if you you guys get it. If you're a Saint lunatic, um, let me try it with someone else. <laughs> It'd be like meeting uh, Dolly Parton. Totally. But like 70s Dolly Parton. Even though she can still get it. I don't know. Dolly can still get it. Like, let's She's not make... been through it. Uh, that's yeah. true. She's been working 9 to 5 for a long time. <laughs> Listen. So we... <laughs> Rick Doblin's giving this talk. And you I... look like you were in that movie. I admire <laughs> I know. I do. I feel, like I, I feel like I just walked out of the best little whorehouse in Texas. You know what I mean? So... That's where they want you. <laughs> so uh, Rick gives an amazing talk about the state of psychedelics MDMA with the DEA. He shows how MAPS actually works with the nonprofit funneling into the for-profit, which makes more money to then funnel right back into the nonprofit. MAPS has 15 kilograms of MDMA to give away right now, okay, to anybody that can get uh, permission from the DEA to do this research. 15 kilograms to give away. This gentleman stands up. He's like, uh, I always love it when academics flex a little bit. And he's like, would you mind talking about the role that Purdue played in MDMA <laughs> research? And, and Rick Dobbins like, yes, okay. I had a scientist at Purdue in 1985. He made, four, or he made a one kilogram of MDMA for $4,000 for me. And I'm like, my brain's like, $4,000. And he's like, street value. He goes, well, actually, today, that would cost me about 100 times what it did then. But MDMA MDMA is a stable molecule. 
He goes, so we actually – we still have some of that kilogram from 1985 that we use. They research. can't use it but for now the, the newest DEA, studies. But now that the FDA is involved, they have to use – it's like a like a, a, a farm-to-table thing, like a seed-to-sale type thing. They have to be able to track it from yeah. its origin, from the lab, from its origin. So they have all of this new supply. But anyway. I only use farm-to-table MDMA. You, exact, exactly. I only – vegan DMA, bro? <laughs> Avocado MDMA study. is the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That actually probably a little avocado toast. Avocado toast with a healthy <laughs> smattering of MDMA on it. It's probably a great way to start your day. I'm just gonna say. So anyway, um, MDMA. We would never. But we would never. Yeah. We would never. Uh, 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 tell anybody at home something. that they should be yeah. doing this, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, we're listening to the brightest minds, and, and Rick gets done. <laughs> And uh, uh, Rick's got the crowd in the palm of his hand. He's he's wheeling. He's dealing. He's talking about all these things. He is the drug dealer who made it out. You know, I was telling Craig, I used to get all my information from Mushroom Mark, a guy we knew at Mizzou who was a little bit older, who kind of had a grasp of what these new drugs were. We're like, no way, really? That's crazy, man. And now we're sitting with Rick Doblin, who has beat the system. He's he's the guy who's been doing it the right way for so long. We got to hear him talk. We got to hear him break it down for the crowd. And then uh, who went on after him? Chris Timmerman, who is a fellow at Imperial College of London studying DMT, studying brainwaves under the DMT state. And he's got, and he just shows how DMT affects all of these different brainwaves. So that's what they're measuring. Uh, he was a fascinating guy. He was a Chilean Russell Brand. Russell Brand. He looks just like Russell Brand. Just like him. But he's got a <clears throat> very uh, nice South American yes, he will Spanish get accent. He will take you back to he's his hotel room. Like and he will tell Banderas. you. Yeah, we will make love. Yes. He's like a Tony Banderas, but not so Spanish, you know, more Chilean. Anyway. Have you ever seen was, the sunrise on MDMA while you watch your lover? Make love to you. He's Mr. Steel Yo Girl. <laughs> While you watch her, yeah. They call that ketamine. One day. One Craig, day without One it. day, Daniel please, Slinger please. asked him, listen, God. So, is that how you propose to your wife? So, uh, maybe. So, <laughs> so we, um, all these uh, speakers are going throughout the day, and they're, they're all just so terrific, and they all have their own niche in psychedelic science that they're, that they're serving. And it just keeps getting – the more and more they find out, the more slivers of this pie there become. And the more specialized you can get and the more masterful you can get in one area, a study of just like one molecule. There's so much to learn. And one of the grad students even told us, he's like, this is such new science that we can do the most basic of science experiments. What happens when you take cells, put them in a Petri dish, and put DMT on top of them? There's an experiment. It's never been Timmerman was the DMT uh, guy, too. Yes, he, he was a DMT researcher. He's at uh, uh, Imperial College in London, which is the same college as Robin Carhart-Harris. Uh, yeah. Robin Carhart-Harris is another... I, I put him at that... Rick Doblin level for me, like, you know, as far as like psychedelic interviews go, it would be Rick Doblin one, Robin Carhart Harris two. And I wouldn't mind getting Michael Pollan on just because he wrote the book and I'd like to kind of have a little exchange with him. I think back I've and forth. tried to get a hold of him. Yeah, he's, he, well, whatever. I don't like, I don't, I don't like how Doblin. people talk about Michael Pollan like he's some kind of authority on the subject. It's ridiculous. He's a researcher. He came to it uh, for a year. He, uh, he, he wrote an un- outrageously ridiculous op-ed the day before Denver was going to take a vote on, on psilocybin. Uh, and pe- because he published a book that happened to be a New York Times bestseller, like people look at him like, oh, you're like the psychedelic 
bastard guru guy, huh? He no, he's not. Like when he was on Joe Rogan, he was so outmatched. His Seth. wit, his wit was incredibly outmatched when they were talking about uh, psychedelics. And he was like, "Oh, you, you're familiar with five MEO DMT? Yeah, yeah, dude. There's a hundred thousand people that are familiar with <clears throat> Michael Ballin. You're not the only person that's ever done it." Seth, you're right. He is cute when he gets all upset. <laughs> yeah. So listen, I thought you were a big fan of old Mike P. He's fine. Mikey I, P. I'm a big fan of what Mike Mike. Pyle's when we done. first started the show, yeah, we gotta get Mike Ballin. I want him on. I love. I want him on. I'm a big fan of what he's done. I'm I sick of me like thinking he's a big authority figure, Craig. That's this is what I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, what he's it. done is important. Don't yell at me, but I people, get it. But people turning to him as though he's like one of the, it's like my he doesn't have half the answers again. these people at Michigan have. I can tell you that. And, and Switzerland, and there were people from all over. Whatever, guys, <laughs> it was great. We break for lunch, okay? After lunch, Rick Strassman's gonna, they're gonna they're gonna pipe Rick Strassman in from University of New Mexico. Who's Rick Strassman? Well, he's the leading Rick, uh, researcher on DMT in the world. Uh, first time he ever did it, first person he ever did DMT with, Terrence McKenna. Like, this guy is a trip. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, and he ends up, he, he was phenomenal. He was great. And, guys, also, there's a YouTube link. We'll share it again mm -hmm. on the page that covered the entire event. Uh, great sound. Uh, really, it was it was really tremendous. Uh, if you get a chance and you've got some hours and, you you know, you want to just, you want to bookmark that one. That's one you can kind of go back to and get a bunch of stuff. We break for lunch. I'm waiting in line with about 200 people to get lunch, okay? I'm famished. We didn't do breakfast. I'm We're just, in a uh, an auditorium. A in, true lecture hall in, in a, on campus. In a school. Yeah. yeah, it's just a school at, building. At Rackham, uh, Rackham Business School, basically. Yeah, so we're on campus. We're yep. with the people. We go in there. There's not much else doing in the building. No. Beautiful building. Really um, Weird. Uh, Weird type of uh, owls and an yeah. ornate. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, very it was ornate. green carpet. It mm -hmm. was, it was really eyes wide shut. Green, green velour <laughs> seats. Uh, yes. all of the all of the railings had these little owls that were in there, and it had this great <laughs> dome that looked yes. like the moon above you. And <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wild. It was, I don't even know if I got a picture of that, which is silly. But anyway, so a break for lunch. Now I, I didn't realize that the guy in front of me was one of these students that was putting this on. I didn't know that this until later. So I'm sitting there. Steve comes up. He's like, Craig, Rick Doblin's in there right now. There's only like two other people. He's like, I, I feel like like now's the time. And I'm like, I'm starving. Look at me. You know, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm standing there. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like 10 feet away from getting my hands on some food. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to stay here. And, and he's like, it, it's cool, man. I got it. And he just he goes in the other room. I, I saw mind. Craig doing the. I was. I was stuck in limbo, man. I was stuck in I limbo. I did grab Tony's butt from behind, like, gave it a nice squeeze, and he was angled so that he, if he turned, there's no way he could see me, and it would directly be this gentleman behind him. <laughs> so I gave him a nice squeeze, and I see him turn around, and I'm like rushing away because there's no way he's ever going to see me. And he whipped around, and I had my backpack on like a loser. So I smash <laughs> into this sign, and I'm like, Ugh! and then Tony's like, oh, that was you. And I'm like, I know for a second, though. <laughs> Uh, and then I went and talked to Doblin. So Steve, Steve, Steve goes into the lecture hall. I grab oh, my food. My I've never eaten a plate of food so fast in my life. There's really nowhere to sit. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make yeah, this. You should, just, you should just approach I him sat, with like a paper plate. With I like sat in a chair. All over there was it. no food or drink in the auditorium. I sat oh. in the uh, in the in the chair closest to the wall. You said that like it was your rule. <laughs> like, well, I yeah, we saw oh. the signs. Somebody we approached me. Somebody signs. approached me about the coffee. I'm like, lady. I'm I'm 35 years old. I can I can do this without spilling it. Then I'm like, oh wait, I thought about every Facebook live I've ever done 
in my car. I'm like, no, I can't actually do stretch billing. You're right. I'm going to go finish this out in the hall. And she's like, uh, sir, your eyeshadow is smeared. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't want to mess up my makeup. Have you I ever seen tried. a girl do I got that? A little, no, I got a little itch. Is that a technique? Is that it is? Uh, I've never seen a girl. Oh, that's why you go to the bathroom because you don't want people thinking you're insane. That's kinky. No, I, I, I like to beat myself. I like to beat myself in public if I can. <laughs> so here's the deal. So I go, so I, I just huff this food down. And I'm like, all right, maybe I can still get in there. Maybe. And I get there, and Steve is one person back, and it's this gal that's got, like, just crippling anxiety. Hey, I was on tape up until almost I got to talk to him. They left the cameras running. Oh, really? That picture I took today and posted. Yeah. I'm sitting in that chair yeah, yeah, just yeah. waiting to talk to him. Nice. That was that moment. Nice. I'm a linger. You are the, the master linger. linger. So I'm, uh, I walk in, and, and I catch, like, the tail end of this gal, and I just – the gal needed a hug. I, I, I should have went and asked her for consent and given her the most real hug she's ever gotten in her life. I'm not kidding. She had the worst anxiety I've ever seen. Like, if you've ever seen, like, a really shell-shocked dog or something, she was shaking like that. Like, during Fourth of July, like, she was she yeah, was, was shaking rough. trying to, like, she's just looking for help. And Rick Dobbins, like, you know, he's like, well, it's going to be 2021 before it's legal. He's like, but you live in a college town. Talk to people in this college. And I go, it, listen, lady. And luckily, there were a couple people from like the psychedelic society in Michigan, you know, in Ann Arbor. They were, they were like, "Hey, here, here's my number. Like, we meet on Thursdays or whatever. Like, whatever. Like, we're this gal needed help so bad. I know. You know and then like, I, I get well. I went and like kind of leaned next to her, and I was like, "Hey, if there's anything I can do." And then I whispered in her ear, "If you blow this Rick Doblin meeting for me." You're really gonna have problems <laughs> like my dad used to do to me. I'll give, me you give you something to cry about. about. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm already emotional. Obviously, hand her a dollar. Go get yourself a coffee. So my turn to talk. To so this no, she did. She did Cut finish up. She did finish <laughs> no, up. And so Jesus. the air, the air is really thick, right? So she did cut yeah. it, and then like Steve's walk in, and he's like, I shook his hand. He's like Rick Doblin. I just think you're awesome. Yeah. And he's like, that. you know, and, and then, you know, it, it, he was great. Steve was great. He was so endearing. And he's like, this is my co-host. Uh, we have a terrestrial radio show in St. Louis. And he lit up like Ebbets Field. And he's like, St. Louis? He's like, I'm going to be in St. Louis the first week of November for the Drug Policy Alliance Convention. He's like, yeah, I would love there. to come on your show and do an interview. And we're Doesn't like, get yeah. any easier than that. We're like, yeah, we'll have Rick Doblin <laughs> we'll on our shows with you. That'll Did be you play good. it cool? Like, yeah, if there's time. I'm like, <laughs> totally. I was like, uh, Rick, how many hours do you have? Because I'll buy the station time. No. No, yeah, we were like, I that would be great. make a joke. I that would be great. And then uh, Steve's like, you can even crash at my house if you would like. Yeah. I have an air mattress. <laughs> yeah. and so, and he's like, okay. Yeah, oh, I was cool. getting a good vibe. So, so this Shane, is all Shane great. Moss has the couch. I'll get you. So the day can't, you know what? This day is a success for us. We're getting it's the biggest mad success. knowledge. We have met our the Babe Ruth. We have, you know, like the guy that we've been talking to people that work under him at MAPS, you know, like. He had all the time for us, and it was so validating and so awesome, and uh, and he did it with everybody. He has time for everybody. I, I, I was just an unbelievably kind man with his time and everything. So 
Oh, man, I, that's one thing I can't get over. He had a glow about him, and he had a minute for everybody. Ten minutes for Ten everybody. Ten minutes for everybody. Everyone was saying, He oh, would extend they, the conversation. He would with everyone. Everyone says, well, yeah. I don't want to bother you, but I, I'm going through these problems. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Back it up. Let's, let's talk let's, about it. I know. What a weirdo. He was awesome. God, he cares about people. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so, um, the rest of the day. I put really the link is, on our Facebook page. The rest page. of the day really is tremendous. Okay. Uh uh, there's a there's there's more and more speakers that come up. Uh, this this researcher from Switzerland, she was great, uh, and then the grad students started coming up. One of the grad students is like this historian. He has this encyclopedic knowledge oh, of the awesome. history of lab made psychedelics in in, yes. in the U S. and everything. And he was just incredible. He's in a three-piece suit. Oh, yeah. He's looking good. Got a vest, little paisley ties, looking good. He's so cool. And he's probably like, you look at him and you go, well, that guy's little, put on your glasses, you nerd. And Craig and I are like, this guy's the coolest. He's so cool. (laughs) This guy knows it all. This guy's got to wear a life jacket (laughs) to keep from drowning in it. I know. Like, he has flood insurance. (laughs) Jeez. Jeez. He probably drives an El Camino. James Carlton. Beat up in high school. Yeah. A lot. He probably oh, yeah. got picked on all this. A time. lot. And then you guys are like, oh, it's so cold. He's so That's cool. the whole deal. No, no, no man. doubt. No I want to touch his arm. Yes. So his baby he arm. comes up. He gives a great talk. Then there's some more. Uh, uh, one of maybe the coolest talks where they just were able to release this information. They couldn't get it published in time for Breaking Convention, which is the biggest psychedelic con- uh, convention. It's in London every two years. Uh, they couldn't get it published in time in the Scientific Journal to be able to release it. So, like, this was the big coming out for these lab researchers at University of Michigan trying to find DMT. <laughs> Uh, endogenous in the body. Where does it come from? And does it come from the pineal it's gland? It's the pineal gra- gland. And, and everything that we've ever heard about that. the pineal Clearly gland. Clearly the pineapple gland. That's Thank what I've you. always said. Uh, yeah. uh, Every day. What mm-hmm. they're studying, the one con- one, I'm sure there were a few conclusive things, but the way that he explained it to me was the one conclusive study they can make is that the body does not depend on the pineal gland to create DMT because in rats that they removed the pineal gland from completely, there was actually significantly more DMT in the blood of those rats. Now, whether that's a response to it being removed or what, they're not sure. They still don't know what the function of DMT is in the body. Is it dreaming? They don't is it know. Near-death experience? They have no idea. So this is what these guys are trying to figure out. They're mapping brainwaves as people are in these states, as animals are in these states. These guys were just doing endo- endogenous work, so they weren't actually administering any DMT. This was just the DMT that's found in the blood. Anyway, it was awesome. The whole day was awesome. It was amazing. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that what an incredibly enriching experience. Let's go home and record a podcast while this is fresh on my brain. Because it was – and we, we just had the uh, – we, I think we had a great talk afterwards. No, didn't I <clears> – <throat> didn't you text me? Oh, oh, yes. So, like, as like one of the last speakers is talking, I'm sitting kind of arm up in my seat. And I'm looking down in, like, the main little central aisleway where, like, the main doors are at. And I just happen to peek down, and I see this guy that goes about six five, six six, and he's dressed like it's Seattle in nineteen ninety six. But I can only and we see got the, a buddy like that. I can only see the top of his head. <laughs> we got a buddy like that. He's been on the show. I can only see the top of his head. He has been on the show twice. We made a trip to go see him at the Helium Comedy. Club. Awesome. His name is Shane Moss, and he is awesome. What's, what's his Shane. podcast called? Called Here We Are Podcast. So good. I'm, I was listening to it on the way to your house about uh, it was, it's actually one about and ayahuasca his, and, and, and the power of the mind. His Comedy Central. Um, this is not. This ha- is I posted not it today. His this is not happening is this one is of the so funniest good. fifteen minutes you'll sit through. I mean, if you even if you have any kind of frame of reference, but even if you don't, um, so Shane's there. But I can't well, get out. Well, I'm you stuck. had texted him. I'm or, stuck or, in the. I emailed him before. I did email him because. It showed that he was going to – I was just checking to see maybe when he was coming back through St. Louis again, see if we could get him on the show. And it showed him um, 
uh, in Ann Arbor the, the day that we were there. And so I was like, oh, Shane might have a show. Maybe we'll be able to catch it like in between that and the documentary or maybe it's after the documentary yeah. or maybe he's worth. But I couldn't click on the link to buy tickets. Everything else was a link I could click to buy tickets. And so I'm like, all right. Uh, but never heard back. I, I just asked him. I said, hey, if you're going to be there, you know, love to meet up with you. Never heard back or whatever. No big deal. I'm sitting there. I'm pinned in the auditorium. I'm up against the deal. I can't walk out to like go run after Shane. It would be very strange. He, you can tell he's kind of looking around trying to figure out like he where no where he's supposed to be. And I text Steve and I was like, we got a bogey. We got a bogey. Shane's in the middle <laughs> aisle and he's coming out towards you because Steve he's was in the little, he was in the little overflow room. I said he's coming in hot. Next thing you know, Steve's texting me back. He's got a selfie going with Shane. So I see Shane walk in with his equipment. And I'm like, oh, this guy. Because as soon as Craig texts me, I sprint to the back of this room towards the hallway like a maniac. I'm like, oh, I'm going to find this dude. And he's coming in as I'm running out. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. Good to see him. What's up? And I could tell he was looking at the hat, like trying to be, uh, where, where have I seen that before? There was some recall there, but he couldn't quite put yes. it together. So, of course, I, I say, oh, hey, you know, I've, you've been on the show. We talked to you once, saw you at Helium. You know, Dave Wade is great, hilarious. He's like, oh, good, kind of. I'm like, what are you doing here? Just trying to make some small talk. And he's like, oh, just, I don't know. I'm supposed to be doing a podcast, but I'm not sure if I was supposed to be doing my whole stand up with the scientist thing. And uh, he thought that they know, were going to basically uh, do his stand up science thing uh, where he was going to kind of break know, it up with uh, some comedy in between the speakers. He really didn't know what to think. But it turned out that all these grad uh, students just, just, did, uh, just brought him in to do like a roundtable podcast know. with Rick Doblin. With Alan Davis from Johns Hopkins, with Chris Timmerman yeah. from, from Imperial College. Which, by the way, I didn't mention Alan Davis. He was oh, tremendous. Actually, he was who was talking when, when he I He was fantastic. When I found he was fantastic. Well, I told Shane, I go, that's funny, bud, because that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing here, and no one will talk to us. Yeah. So you're doing the exact opposite of what they called you in here to do that? That's cute. <laughs> We're forcing our way in <laughs> yeah, on, we're gross. on everyone, okay? So, But, no, we, we, we had a little small talk, so it kind of got a little, you know, like, oh, can I take a selfie with you? Cause a this, little chummy. This is the last time I'm going to see him, right? He's going to go interview Doblin. He's going to go be able to rub this in my face. He's going to go hang with the big boys. He's going to go, uh, you know, interview Doblin. I, I asked him if he needed an intern, if he needed help setting up his stuff, because he's like, I need about ten minutes setting up stuff. I'm like, it would take you five minutes if you had a friend. <laughs> You know, and he's there by himself. <laughs> right, I could tell. Yeah, probably I mean, thought you were hitting on him. Oh, I hope, oh, man. I hope. Can I help you set up? And so I, uh, so then I, I get a picture with him because I assume this is the last time I'm going to see him. He's going to go hang out with all the researchers and all the people throwing this thing on. Craig and I are never going to be able to go hang out with these people. So maybe if we hang out and see where Shane goes, we can see where he does the podcast. And may- That's a little weird, though, right? I don't want to linger too far, and we got to go it's home. It's a little strange. we got to get a little ready. There is a documentary in a couple hours. Yes. we got to eat. You know? Yeah, we got to eat. We wanted to do a podcast, so we did do a podcast. That's on our page, too. Yeah. You can check that out. Uh, I think it's even – it is even – if you search Psychedelic Symposium Michigan, ours is the only stuff that comes up on YouTube. Cool. So we're the number one thing on YouTube for that right now. Cool. Um, but so I, you know, took the picture and we went our separate ways. And see you later, Shane. That was it. So we uh, go to the grocery store, grab a couple things. I think Steve was uh, going to sit back and get all the the podcast set up. You know, we we come back, did, we got some groceries. We're doing the podcast. <laughs> he did a good uh, job. Not the podcast. I did a, I did a big boy job. We did about an hour and twenty <laughs> minutes on the podcast, which put us 
you know, because we had about three hours between the end yeah. of it and the start of the movie. And we were only 12 minutes from the, the campus. So, I mean, it took yeah. about 30 minutes. So, so the podcast took all of our time. And we had to jump in the car or we got cleaned up real quick, change clothes real quick. Go to the uh, to a different part of town, but still kind of on campus. It just seems yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a massive campus. Yeah. So we go to the Michigan Theater. We go check out this movie called Magic Medicine. It's Robin Carhart Harris showing about uh, uh, his study uh, showing how uh, psilocybin uh, treats depression. Beautiful theater, a really, really beautiful theater, and a really interesting way to shoot a documentary on a study that was wholly, really positive. This is one of those things where they actually presented to not only uh, the European Union and to to Britain. But also to the UN that you know uh, psilocybin can indeed, uh, out of the study of twenty people, I think like thirteen or fourteen uh, ended up uh, treating their depression effectively. But the, the 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 documentary itself actually kind of focuses on the three toughest cases that weren't necessarily wins. No, like, not so by it was any a, means. it was a very but in my mind objective. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. But it was a very objective way. So it was like. They, they, they took, like, the most objective way to look at this science and say, oh, hey, these were the worst-case scenario. Yeah. Everybody else They weren't giving you the Disney story. Better. They were look not giving how. you the Disney story. This, this will make you laugh and cry, and then at the end, you feel great. The movie's great. The movie is great. What was it called? Uh, Magic Medicine. Magic Medicine. Um, afterwards, they do a little Q&A with uh, the Johns Hopkins professor, uh, Alan Davis, who is brilliant. He's actually just left Witty. his post at Johns Hopkins, and he's now at Ohio State. Awesome. Um, but awesome. tremendous, tremendous uh, guy. He could answer all Great of personality. the – Yeah, he could, he could answer all of the uh, questions. Now, his studies are different than what they're doing in England, but he has enough frame of reference to what they've been doing at Johns Hopkins that he could kind of answer some questions. And not to mention, Chris Timmerman is actually at the college that Robin yeah. Carhart-Harris did. Not doing the psilocybin studies. He's doing DMT studies, but he's got a pretty good read on it. So they're bouncing ideas. We do this whole thing. It's all done. The guy's like, man, we could do a Q&A forever. Why don't we take this conversation out to the lobby? Everybody starts moving out to the lot. Craig and I asked two of the best questions. I think we have some sound, maybe. Oh, well, yeah. I won't go to it now, but we'll do it before okay, a break. Cool, but cool. is that? Do we have some just a tease? Yeah, we for do. Later? We do have a little. Uh, okay, one of your questions. Because we were asking a bunch of questions, and just the, the, I wanted to ask a question. You know, it felt like college when they say ask a question and let your face be seen. I wanted it to be that, but I had so many questions yeah. about because uh, that that study took place in two thousand. Thirteen, I think. Thirteen, and then they published it. Or they, you know, they, they they followed up like the documentary was wrapped like in seventeen. I yeah. Think. So then, so you, some stuff could have changed. Totally. So it yeah. was very interesting to hear, and everyone in there is so thoughtful, yep. and and they have a little bit of a background in it, just enough to be yep. dangerous and yep. ask these awesome questions. Yep. So that was really cool. So yeah, they said move it out to the lobby. So lobby. we go out to the lobby. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I just want to get Chris Temmerman for a second because I want to ask him about the controls and ayahuasca settings and how that really works because there's so many different ways to brew it uh it's still good it's running okay um and so uh i go out there i shane is like two people in front of me i haven't had a chance to say hi to him yet um but i am kind of psyched that he's at the theater because uh you know i just want to say hi yeah steve already he wasn't sure if he was gonna go i asked him i go you gonna go to the movie later and he's like i don't know i so 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 i see him he's there this gal's talking to him and I love Shane to death. I don't think he would even be uh, – I think he's probably mentioned on his podcast a bunch of times. He's a bit socially awkward. You know what I mean? So he was like – the gal was like uh, uh, kind of talking to him and you could tell like he was trying to figure out what the next move was. And he also just really I, – I, being a celebrity has to be tough. you know. And I don't know that he's a celebrity, but he's a celebrity in that space, right? Oh, yeah. And so, so you know, he, 
He runs off to the bathroom. Steve goes in the bathroom. No, no, I go. I, I told my boys, I go. This is going to carry into the I'm going to follow him into the bathroom. <laughs> and I go, I go, you go do what Steve Elgin do. Yeah, exactly. You go do what Steve Elgin do. And I heard him. And I'm like, I'll get him. I'll get him. Yeah, go get him, boy. Go get him. <laughs> and so, uh, well, that lady stopped him so that I got into the bathroom before him. So I'm like, perfect, man. This is this would be great. So I'm washing my hands after diddling my. I didn't even have to go. I just I just slow. Did you go like stay at a urinal for yeah, a second and just then kind not of, do anything? Just and kind of walk... looked at it grow. They probably thought you were just. Gun... They probably just thought you were gun shy. Yeah, whatever. Or weird. Um, so I'm up there washing my hands, and he comes up to the side, and he's like. Uh, he says, uh, or I say to him, man, well, funny seeing you here. What are you, following me around? around? <laughs> I'm like, just sitting here riffing <laughs> with the squeeze. So that's, a, I, I, that's what I said to him because he has this podcast called The Riff Board with Dave Waite. It's old. You can't even find all the episodes on iTunes. Um, but it's this old where it's 12-minute bits of them doing the, the most ridiculous things. It's my favorite podcast of all time. It's the dumbest but the funniest of it's it's brilliant, and uh, so he has this character where he it's the squeege and we gotta check in with the squeege at Arby's and yeah, I'm just sitting here eating a sandwich. All right, squeege morning radio. Steve, Steve thought this was the funniest podcast of yes. all time, and when I told him he all had jammed to check up out, out here, when I told him he had to check out Shane's podcast, he thought that was the podcast yeah, I, I was talking was about. It. That was the one that he found, and I loved it. And so like this is like clearly like inside <laughs> joke. Oh, you're right. This is this great. Is the best thing ever. And, I, well, he got me on it. We, we had a good laugh, and it became inside can joke Can I say the D word? Can you say the D word? Uh, I, not in that context. You can. You can't Richard, okay. Context. Okay, yeah. so he'll say. You can call somebody that, yeah. but you can't refer right. to your he member. Go, he goes okay. like this. Well, in each episode, he has a different way or, of doing it. Ring. Yeah, or yeah. he rings a telephone. and, and, it, and it'll, Doorbell, whatever. Yes, and so it'll lead up to, it's my Richard, and he says the word that begins with <laughs> D, and it just comes out of nowhere. So I think that Steve, is the... And, and Steve came out in the lobby, and he's like... I'm pumping my fist. He goes, I got the joke off. I got the joke off. I said, I'm just in here riffing with the squeege. And me, being the dark rain cloud of comedy yeah. that I am, look at Steve and I go, you missed it's the, the joke. joke. And he goes, What? I go, you missed the joke. I said, the joke, Steve, is you're standing next to him at a urinal and you say, hey, Shane, guess what's in my hand? It's my Richard. Yeah. You know? And I was so, like, you're right. <laughs> I the and he's like, oh, I got to go get right. it back. I'm like, no, then it's going to be weird. If you go no, it would be really awkward if you're like, hey, Shane, if he's like, hey, Shane, guess what's in my hand? Yeah. And then he's like. Oh my god! He just walked away real fast, and you—that's you, how he left you. You're like, I have to go find him and get this joke completed because no, 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 this is—he's running out of back. So this is this is absolutely amazing. Shane has now come outside and he's smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm gonna have a cigarette now too. So I'm standing next to him, and I'm like, Shane, Craig Kohler, who's your sophisticate? You probably don't remember me. Maybe you do. You've called into our show twice before. Went to Helion. I was like, buddy, I was trying to buy tickets to your show tonight. I was on your site. I was like, every other city had a link, but I couldn't find your show. So if you had one, sorry, I missed it. And if you have one, can I still get tickets? And he goes, funny story. I don't even know what I was doing here today. Like, I thought that that's what I was doing, but they brought me here for something totally different. He looks at you, who do you think I am? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. Right on. He's like, hey, listen, uh, not to be uh, rude or anything, he goes, but um, they're trying to uh, – all the guys that are putting this on are trying to go somewhere to get some drinks. I just want to go find out where it is. 
I'll be right back. And I was like, yeah, man, no problem. You know, do, do your thing. So he, he runs inside. I decide I'm going to run inside because I still haven't had a chance to ask Chris Timmerman the question about ayahuasca. I'm like, this might be my only chance. So I'm in there. He's mobbed by like four people. Timmerman is. Steve's outside talking to Jenny on the phone. And all of a sudden. I'm out there talking to Jen. Just having a good old conversation, just checking in, being a good good husband, you know what I mean? And and so you uh, <laughs> And so I'm telling her about my night. Yeah, just that, that's the proper use of that word right there. <laughs> weird where the FCC draws yeah, the line. Is, oh Steve. Yeah, well it's um, he, he wouldn't mention the fact that we were one for one for how yeah, many we times. Yeah, we, we, we were we were he reminded me a couple times that I Yeah, he saw me it. on the phone. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, I know. Oh, I know. All right. So I, uh, I'm on the phone with Jen, and, and uh, Shane comes out, and he goes, kind of does that awkward lean in, but I don't want to bother the person on the phone. Which um, he doesn't know that Steve will throw his phone in traffic if Shane wants to talk no to him. No doubt. Yeah. That's what I, and I, well, I think to myself, you know me, I'm thinking, okay, this is like a big, you can big league them. I kind of, I'm, like, kind of I'm on the phone. <laughs> exactly. So, chill out, Shane. Uh, so I tell Jen, who knows who Shane is. I go, hold on, honey. Shane's trying to tell me where him and all the scientists are hanging out at a tequila bar after this. I'm going to have to let you go. Actually, stay on the line. I want to talk to you after this. So Shane comes up. He goes, hey, we're uh we're uh, going to Tia's uh, down the road there. And I'm like, okay, man, I'm in. I'm in. So I tell Craig and them. And next thing I know, we're on our way to a tequila bar two blocks down the street from this uh, movie we just watched with all the the greatest minds. The only guy missing is Doblin. The only guy, mi- the first only off, guy missing. First is off, Doblin. Steve comes in and he goes. <laughs> Shane just told me where they're going. Uh, they're going to this. They're going. To Shane a, just asked me how they're, they're going. Yeah, exactly. They're going to a tequila bar down the street, and I look up and I go, "Oh, they're going to a tequila bar." <laughs> Daddy likes tequila. They're going to put Daddy on the home field and move the fences in. <laughs> Okay, let's go down to Tito's. So we go down to Tito's. Settle down, Rocky Horror. I'm excited. How do you do I? Maybe maybe I'll bring us back uh, on the other side of the break with a little sweet transvestite. No, you sound too much like it. That'll Uh, settle. Do you want want to leave him with a little cliffhanger before you go to the tequila bar? Yes. We still got to go. Do you want to hear that? Yes. Yes. We got time. So we're going to a tequila bar just to pick this back up with... Everyone but Doblin. Well, right now we're going to a tequila bar with Shane Moss. We have no idea who's on Yeah, I wouldn't care about him. Like, oh, cool, doctor people. Yeah, I know. Shane Moss. Still fun. You'd be surprised. Hit us with the clip. All right. Well, here's your question at the uh, symposium. Yeah, symposium. This is part one. With regards to the cancerin, can that be given after LSD or psilocybin has been taken for possibly like a harm reduction, uh, you know, uh, application? Yes. So, um... Look at me go. Uh, so there is no scientific evidence that it can, um, but anecdotally, it seems like theoretically you could do that. Um, you would have to administer IV, though, just because of the you know long dura- duration until it starts acting. However, I really advise against this um, because I think it, there there are many there are many ways of how to deal with you know a bad trip. Um, and a bad trip usually means that people are anxious. So um, if, you know, none of the, like, talking to people, listening to music, if none of this helps, I'd rather give a benzodiazepine 
and let them have the experience of like living through the difficult experience, um, overcoming the difficult experience, and finishing the rest of the trip instead of just taking them out of a experience that might eventually be traumatic because they haven't been able to like experience how it goes away again. Wait, wait. Do you hear that? An applause. <laughs> In case you can't hear, he said, "That's when you know uh, you're yeah, good." Hello. When when you get a uh, round of applause, applause after yeah. there were no rounds of applause after any of the questions. Wow. I would have stood up like, guys, don't, Listen, don't, guys, you don't know this guy. Guys, That's the I was last seeing the needs. ball real good. All yeah, right? I okay. was seeing the you ball are, real good all in this first hour. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because you. That's I, not going to be the Craig moment. Yeah, of the week. that was, a, no, that was the Craig moment. Like, oh, I thought so that was good. our Craig moment. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so good. Part of it. We just want to say that you're such a good human. Like, you're awesome. You, you're thoughtful. You ask thoughtful questions at symposiums and you're just, you're a, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> look at him. Okay. So let's go ahead and play that second Craig moment to really summarize everything. Wrap it up. You see what happens when you get daddy's dander up? You see what happens when you dill my pickle? I got 10,000 Hoosiers at my back ready to come at you and your bullshit. Same guy. Who's going to vote for the Bradshaw Amendment? Just let me know. Who's, who is smart enough to vote for the fucking Bradshaw Amendment? Somebody that thinks that a guy that has a pot leaf tattooed on his ass is the manager slash owner of a company. Yeah, that's how f***ing smart you gotta be. That's how smart you gotta be. A guy that tattooed his ass owns a f***ing successful roofing company. That's the type of person that votes for f***ing Brad Bradshaw. That's how it happens. Same I'm mad in a wet hand. I don't care if she took a dime. I'm hotter than a hornet. Hotter than a hornet. Why are you so judgmental towards people... With an ass tag. You don't think Steve can run a business? I no. I, I'm, I'm actually fully aware Steve can't run a business. This first hour, all of this amazing content was brought to you by one of my favorite people in the world. I'm going to sub for him at B&I on Wednesday because I love him so oh. much. If you want to know how much I love this man, wow. you'll know that I'm going to sub for him at B&I. His name's James Carlton. He's the greatest insurance agent in the game. State Farm Insurance, that is. CarltonInsurance.net. 314-961-4800. And if you don't have it, can you bring? Can you take us into break with a uh, Rocky Horror? Oh, which one? Yeah, you want a little sweet yeah. yeah, I think I can. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, just feel free to drop this one ever. But uh, how do you do? I, I see you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the Candyman. <laughs> Guys, this is Hoosier Fiskin on WGNU 920 AM. Stick around to the other side of the break. We're going to get weird. Woo!